Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie and Steve, and we have a gasp. new gasp, dramatic pause. We have a new chatter joining our team. I would like everyone to give a warm welcome to Brenda. Yay! You are! Hi, Brenda. We've got Brenda, and she comes to us from Texas. And I I know we didn't really practice this or anything, but you want to tell us a couple things about yourself? Uh, sure. I am um, a pixie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am also a wife, a mom, a Mimi, and I have um, three kids and four beautiful granddaughters, and we all... Love Disney, love travel, and love Pixie. Yay! Now, Mimi, is is that a West of the Mississippi term of endearment for grandmother? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. I, I, I think Sharon's a Momo. Hmm. Oh, that's sweet. And then her mom is a Gigi. Yeah, my sister's a Gigi. <laughs> Um, yep. So, yeah, we're going we love Brenda. We think she's going to add a lot to the show. Uh, she has a certain wit about her. She knows her stuff and she's going to be able to contribute in in many ways. So, Brenda, how long have you been a pixie? I have been a pixie since August of 2011. So you and I joined about the same time then. We did. We sure did. Yeah, because I well, I I think I joined. Well, actually, I think I joined in August 2010. Oh, now that I I'm now that I think back, wow, about the same time. Elisa's going to look it up. Yes, Brenda well, is look. August 8th of 2011, and Sharpie is August 11th of 2010. Awesome! Wow, you guys, August babies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, we, we had our pixie birth in August. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, so we're going to jump right into this. Um, we have not had rehearsal. We told Brenda that this is a very natural, unscripted show as much as possible. We call it mouse chat for a reason. Yeah, it's chatting. We're going to chat. And so we do have a topic and we did get a chance to write down a couple of ideas about this. So our topic this week is going to be each chatter is going to give three tips, their best three tips to a first-time goer to Walt Disney World. Um, and I'm guessing we're going to restrict this to Walt Disney World in Orlando. Is yes. that what we're all thinking? Uh, yeah, yes. I, I would say that's a that's a, a fair rule. Yes, yes. Okay. And not to put the pressure on Brenda, we're going to put her last. And oh. You, yeah, yeah. So that way we can take all of hers first. That's right. We're going to get all the you good know, ones. Yeah, Brenda, you really should go first instead of last. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, when it gets to me, I'm just going to say ditto. Ditto. That's right. That was a good one. <laughs> that could work. That could work. We'll see yeah, how it goes. that was a good one. I had that written down myself. Yeah. Sometimes when I didn't do my homework, I'm like, you know, you guys took all mine and I, just the same. And and then I just kind of expound on each one. Well, that's good. We'll so see how that goes. Sharpie's going to start out. us off. And we're talking about uh, first timers going to Walt Disney World. Uh, let's just go with a normal I mean I say normal there's no such thing anymore but let's just say uh family going um they probably have kids a couple of adults what do you think sharpie 
I'm, I'm going to toss in a, a, one adult only one. Uh, but anyway, uh, first off is do not think you're going to do everything. If you go in with the thought that you're going to do everything, see everything, experience every attraction, see every show, you're going to be disappointed. We still haven't done everything. It is it is nearly impossible. There are still restaurants that I have not visited. Uh, there are still lounges that I have not visited. There are still stores at Disney Springs I have never been in, tours I have not done. You're not going to do everything on your first visit. Okay, cross that not, one off my list. Possible. That one's gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One down, two to go, Lisa. All right, well, let's see if I can keep up. Go ahead, next one. Okay, so the next one uh, is a uh, is a, a kid family focused one, uh, and that is do not be your kid's bank. Hmm. Explain. So, have a gift card. Let them know what their budget is, and let them spend their budget with a few restrictions. Uh, restriction that I have always had with the boys is you don't spend a ton of money on day one. Look for it, see what's out there. Cause if you see the, if you buy the first thing that you want, you're always going to regret it sometime later because you can always get it later in the trip. Even if you have to do it through, uh, purchasing it elsewhere, uh, at a register and then, either having it delivered to home or finding it elsewhere on property. You can still do that. Uh, the cast members can still search and find an item in a gift shop and they can connect you with that item somehow. So say for instance, you have a four day ticket, you're going to all four parks, you see something, of course, because you followed a recommendation, you went to animal kingdom your first day. Uh, you see something in Africa that you just have to have but it's not available anywhere else on property and you didn't buy it the first day, you can always talk to a cast member at any shop and they can help you, especially your larger ones, uh, Mouse Gear in Epcot, Emporium at Magic Kingdom, um, the uh, I name of the, the one at Hollywood Studios completely slips me, um, but always ask at your bigger shops, they can help connect you, or World of Disney at Disney Springs, they can help you get connected there. But anyway, don't be your kid's bank. Don't. I want this. I want that. I want that because they're going to think that 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 you don't really have a budget yourself. So have a budget. So uh, can I piggyback off of you? I've got sure. some. So I love the gift card idea. We caught onto that a few years ago with the girls. And because they do get to go frequently, our budget for them wasn't that grand. It was like 20 to $25 and they could get one thing. And I like the idea of um, you know, you don't buy the first thing that you see, but we would also realize sometimes you're better off to buy the first thing you see because it may not be available later. As long as you, you know, leave it in the bag, leave the tag on and leave it in the room. If you're not a hundred percent sure, you could always return it and then get that other thing that you want. Unless it's a lollipop that you ate. No, 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 no. <laughs> leave it unopened. Don't, don't go there. Uh, but that's a possibility as well. And then what we learned in, you know, the older years of the girls, 
especially going to any theme park, whether it's Disney or Universal, um, they would get their normal gift card. And again, they they go a couple times a year, and so they don't need something, but something cute might come out, and and that's cool. And sometimes they don't even use their card, but we give them a snack gift card. And that way, they're not always asking, can we have Dippin' Dots? Can we have a pretzel? Can I have this? Can I have... Yep. You've got a card. When you're done, you're done. And and, and that was actually the second part of mine. Oh, so I trumped so. you. What you were play, playing off each of because what I was going to say is what I have learned is that same thing. It's like, why should they need to ask permission to get a pretzel? Because if you want a pretzel, go get a pretzel. Mm-hmm. The rule is you shouldn't be eating an hour, hour and a half or so before you know we're going to be eating dinner. But you know, sometimes when you're at Disney, you don't exactly have a dinner time unless you have a dining reservation. But yeah, so exactly. That's yeah, excellent idea. If you want to. Uh, and an icy, go get an icy. If you want a frozen lemonade, go get a frozen lemonade. Yeah. But that way it's not like, and for me, single dad traveling with three boys, it takes that pressure off of, I want this, I want that, I want this and managing it and having that budget, a, a swipe for all three at once is like, oh, Jesus gets expensive. Where at least this way I buy a gift card. Uh, and when we did Bush Gardens, Discovery Cove, Aquatica, and SeaWorld last year, I did a, a Visa gift card. So okay. that way they could use it anywhere. Okay. So I think you're good. Yeah. So as far as an amount, I think if you provided for a $5 snack and a $5 drink, or let's even say $6, um, and you're there for five days, five times 12, it's not so bad. Actually, that doesn't sound so great now that I say it out loud. Snacks can add yeah. up. It adds up really fast. When I'm thinking about, you know, a snack and a beverage every day, that doesn't sound so bad. But when you add it up after five days times three kids, (laughs) we're getting expensive. Yeah, Yeah, because what I did last year for two weeks, mind you, is I did, uh, I think I did 250. Mm -hmm. And that was for souvenirs, snacks, drinks, anything. Uh, but keep in mind that second week they had all of their meals and stuff taken care of because they were at summer camp. So at okay. SeaWorld, so at day camp. So that, that that gave them enough room to buy something nice and still buy snacks. Okay. But it's a good thought. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I piggybacked enough. What is your next thing on your list? So my third one is... Go to Disney either as a baby moon or as adults. Grandma and grandpa can watch the kids, but take an adult trip. Hmm. Explain. Or or do a Disney cruise. It's important. It's important to take that time. And and because I, I know that or it's very, it's very challenging on a family vacation as a couple to build that relationship time to, to either go on a date night or, or do something. Or if you are going on a full family vacation, say for instance, grandma and grandpa are going, aunts and uncles are going take turns watching another family member's kid each evening. So that way a pair of adults during the vacation 
gets a night out or gets an afternoon out or a morning out if they want it. So take turns watching the kids. Make sure that make sure that the adults have their time to get away and be away from family decision making for a few hours. Yep. And when your kids are all grown, couples trips are a lot of fun and they're a way to reconnect and you just have so much fun together. And it's, it's really awesome. We do it all the time. Well, and then you're, you're kind of obligated only on the, the Mimi level. You're not in charge. You're there simply as to spoil. Well, it's to spoil, (laughs) but it's all on your terms. You do as much or as little as you want. That's right. I like that. Yeah. Our day will come. And it also gives the kids a little bit of latitude, too, because they can opt to just stay at the pool for the evening. That's right. All right. So I'm going to go next. And if you are a first time goer to Walt Disney World Resort, please think twice before getting a park hopper. It's an added expense that allows you to enter Epcot in the morning and perhaps enter the Magic Kingdom at night. And, and, you know, you could actually hop to Hollywood Studios if you wanted as well. And let's not forget Animal Kingdom for Sharpie. So it's amazing. Yes, I mean, hello. (laughs) So don't get a park hopper because honestly, if it's your first time there, you're not going to know how to use it properly. And you're going to enter a park at the beginning of the day. You're going to stay busy. You're going to have so much to do. You might not. I I guarantee you're not going to hit it all. You may hit everything that you want to, but there is always so much to see, whether it's more entertainment or shows or, you know, new snacks or restaurants to see. Uh, And especially over at Animal Kingdom, things are always different. So my first one is maybe steer away from that park hopper because you don't necessarily need it or know how to use it. My next one, because I had to change things, Sharpie, um, and you kind of hit on this too, plan a resort day or a pool day because you're going to this wonderful hopefully on property amazing disney resort and you're going to drag your kids out of there every day at 7:30 in the morning and drag them home asleep after 10 they get no resort time they get no fun time at the pool they're going to want that and so plan for it i think it's important to even if it's half a day like if you go into a park early and you do all kinds of things, you're going to get a lot done by going in early. If you need an afternoon break, it's good to go back to the hotel, to the resort, and whether you turn it into a half day or you just go back for a few hours so that you can catch the fireworks, taking time to appreciate the resort and the pool and the amenities at the resort, I think is always a good idea. Yep, I agree. Very important. Now... Then Sharpie stole mine. I'm (laughs) not bitter at all. No, no, no. Um, But I am going to say the one that I added is maybe don't feel like you have to splurge on a deluxe resort like the Contemporary. That's very iconic. The monorail goes through it. It's in all the advertisements. Don't feel like you need to do that to have a great time because you will likely be out of your room a lot. And you're paying for something that you may not. Most people that go to Disney World are there for the the parks and you're going to spend a lot of time in the parks. Um, And so maybe on a sequential 
uh, a subsequent trip to Disney, if you go maybe three, four times later, you're like, yeah, time for a deluxe. We're going to hang out more at the pool. We're going to, you know, hang out in the lobby. Oh, my God. Grand Floridian lobby. Amazing. So I could keep busy just people watching. So there's a lot to do at the resorts, but I would say save your money until further down the road and maybe not for your first trip to a deluxe. Skip that. Because there are plenty of incredible um, moderates and, and values that would be good. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Those are mine. Steve. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. I have a to-do list for everybody. So get your pen and paper. Well, everybody listening. If you're driving, I don't know. You're going to have to just take some mental notes. You know, they can listen to the recording again. This is true. So mine is about, so you're taking your first trip, you're a newbie. The first thing you need to do is have some structure to your vacation. So one of the ways to do that is to figure out where you want to eat. Because based on... I thought you were going to do a plug for Pixie. Well, okay. I, I based did. on what agent? I thought that's where you were no, going. No, so it's going to be based on your dining. So whatever reservations you can get for dining, kind of is going to determine what park you're in that day, and what you know what when you need to get there. So if you can plan out your dining, say like okay, Monday I've got this great reservation at the Magic Kingdom, and Tuesday I'm at Epcot, Wednesday I'm over at Hollywood Studios. So then you kind of have a, an idea, a schedule, some structure. And uh, you know at least what park you're in every day. So that's kind of a good way to plan it. Because if you don't plan your dining and you go there, sometimes it's really tough. You're like, oh, we'll just get reservations when we go. And sometimes that's not easy to do. Um, so, yeah. Very so good. Yeah. So I would, I would plan it out. My next one is booking early. Because, like, the earlier you book, I say this all the time. Well, it's true. The earlier book, the more money you can save. And the deals that come out are always, a deal that comes out later is usually not better than the current deal. So the sooner you can book, the sooner you can start planning your dining, the sooner, the sooner you can figure out the room that you want and hopefully get the room that you want because you've booked it early and you're not going the week of. So there's more room availability. There's more dining availability. And you can also book dining up to 60 days out. So it gives you some, that before vacation excitement where you're figuring things out, what you want to do with your family. So it lets you do all that as well. And then another practical tip, tip number three, is that you have to get the My Disney Experience app. Love it or hate it. Yeah, it's going to help you. Because you kind of, so make sure you install the app. Make sure you understand a little bit about the app. And one of the best things to do to save some time, I don't even, I don't even like telling people this. Because then people are going to do it. Well, they're here to find out secrets. All right. So the best thing in the app. Tell all of our secrets. I know. I know. So the best thing in the app is going ahead and. and, um, Oh, don't say it. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. It's doing online dining. Oh, you said it. Where you order beforehand. That that pre-dining, pre-ordering really is. An untapped secret. Because the lines at all these quick service things are huge. And then you can just go in your app and you can be like, I want to order this, this, and this. And then it makes things so much easier. And then you pay and then you walk up to the window and it's there. You pay on your app. Yeah. 
and all the people standing there with the little little Johnny's like been there for 45 minutes in line. And then he gets up to the front and he's still trying to figure out, does he want the grapes or the apple slices? And I'm standing behind little Johnny. Like you've been waiting for 45 minutes. You could have figured this out by now, but, and then I'm just waiting. My days just going by, but then I just walk. It's a great thing to do while you're waiting in line. Yes. So any way you slice it. Yep. So I just walk past little Johnny, go right to the thing and I'm go, I got grapes and apple slices, both. Wow. And then I go sit, (laughs) go sit down. But yes. And, and I'm going to piggyback on that too. Yes. Even if you walk up to a restaurant, you're like, shoot, I should have pre-ordered on my app. You can still do it instead of waiting in that line. And you're still going to beat half those people. Yep. Um, Because they have dedicated servers or, or cast members that are going to be preparing just the mobile orders. And so as soon as your order comes up, it, it's so fast. Mm-hmm. Brenda, have you done mobile ordering in the park? I sure do. Yes. I think they're amazing. Yeah. The mobile ordering is amazing. Exactly do that. Yes. So yes, it helps you plan everything out while you're there with your kids. You can go through it all. You can get it all set. You just already paid. Just well, go pick it up. And if you know me yes. and if you're like me, mm-hmm. um, it does let you customize what it is you're ordering. So if you want yeah. no cheese or no onion or, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. uh, you can do that. That's right. And you don't get surprises. No, no. Surprises have their time and place. Raw onion unexpectedly Mm. is a very unwelcome surprise. (laughs) Yeah. And if you know the night before where you're going to go, like if say you're, you know, you're laying in your hotel room, not doing a thing the night before, and you know, you're going to Cosmic Rays the next day, go ahead and put your order in there and then just hit it when it's ready, when it's time to consider it an appointment. Nice. Or if you have food allergies or if you're on a specific diet or if you're just watching your diet, you can look at the nutritional information in advance. Yep. It's it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a great way to prevent last minute decision making. This is true. Like, ooh, look at that cookie. Yeah. Do I want the cheese sauce? Yes, I like, do. Oh, no, that cheesecake <laughs> looks better than what I thought it was mm-hmm. going to. <laughs> I got I got an extra one. I have a bonus. I have a bonus for everybody who's st- who's, who's still listening. Uh, what? <laughs> Get keep your pen ready. Here we go. Wait. I have a bonus one. We, you can't do bonus. I can until do a we've bonus one. The, oh. No, I have a bonus. Then you're gonna trump Brenda. She she doesn't have this bonus one. Okay. No one has this bonus. All right. One. This is a enlighten us. This yes. is only He's getting be- all cocky. This is, Get this. this is only because I'm really cheap. And if you're cheap. And you don't want to spend a lot of money, but you want to bring joy and happiness to your kid's eyes when you walk into the park, go onto eBay before you go and buy some pins and then get a lanyard and then you can pin trade because you can get the pins on eBay for like a dollar instead of like. Just make sure they're not junk. Yeah. You don't want to get. It's hard to tell. That's the only thing. You You don't want to get the scrappers. Yes. Look at that. He's got the pin lingo going on. The scrappers. Scrappers. (laughs) <laughs> that's right so you want to make sure they're if you can as much as you can make sure they're official how do you, how do you know well, I, you're I telling know. these first time people who haven't been that they need to be experts in pin recognition for know. scrappers well if they look like scooby-doo then that's not a disney char- uh, character so that i would not buy the scooby-doo ones or the oh. spongebob ones okay but yeah, they, you uh, cannot trade Universal pins at Disney, and Universal won't trade Disney pins. Oh, there you go. Well, 
Oh. Yep. So buy so sense. buy some Disney pins. Get like ten each for each kid, uh, and then uh, then when they're going through, they can meet cast members and they can trade pins and it becomes and, and it's kind an of fun. activity. Yeah, and you get to and they kind of get to talk to people if they're not really social, and they get to meet people. And if you're going around Epcot and they're kind of like, oh, I got to go through the countries, so they got something to do. Yeah, and if they have a favorite show or a favorite character they can make it a game and mm-hmm. see how many stitch pins they can find or whatever it is that they're interested in. Mm-hmm. One time I made it a point to build an entire lanyard just of Chip and Dale. Oh, and it worked. See, I think that's a good side project. Yep. Very good. I like direction and Mickey purpose. Mickey down one side and Minnie down the other. Or Donald down one side and Daisy down the other. Mm. Especially now that all the pin trading stations are getting back open and cast members are wearing lanyards again. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yes. A little Thank- bit more normalcy coming back. Thank God. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like getting things- enough of that non-normal stuff. Yeah. I get enough of that at home. A little over the unprecedented. Yes. I'm ready for a little bit more. Things that are precedented. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. All right, Brenda, you're up. What are your top three tips for a first timer going to Disney? Well, (laughs) how many did we steal, Brenda? Like you warned me about going last. uh, (laughs) Sharpie took one of mine, Uh Lisa took one of mine, and Steve took one of mine. Oh, just one each. But we did say get backups. So I'm going with uh, one of my main ones and then two alternates. Okay. I'm curious, which ones were, um, did we steal from you? Sharpie stole my don't plan to be able to do everything this trip. Mm -hmm. Yep. Lisa stole park hopping is, you know, not a good idea necessarily. And Steve stole, um, when should I book? Okay. Oh. All right. So. I could elaborate on those, but I'll just go with my my one other one and then my two alternates unless they sound oh. stupid and then I'll elaborate on the other. Okay. We'll go for it. So my first tip is is one I always tell first-time families, and that is when your friends and family find out that you're heading heading to Disney World, they are going to start immediately giving you all their advice. Please don't feel like you have to take their advice. Because this is your trip and everyone has their own ideas of what, what is good, what's bad. And some people will say, oh, don't ride this ride. That, that ride was horrible. It made me sick. It did. You try it, try everything, try everything for yourself or tailor, you know, read about the rides or ride, watch them on YouTube and see if you think they'd be fine for your family because everyone has an opinion and you can thank them for their advice, but make up your own mind for your trip. Yeah, you I think ask us if we think you should. Because sometimes they're wrong. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, like Small World gets a bad rap, but they're very quick to share. Yeah. Small World gets a bad rap and everyone's like, oh, my God, Small World, don't waste your time. Yeah, but it's a must do. It's a must do. It's a classic. Exactly. And it's a charming. Example. It's charming. And especially for a first time, we're not saying go on it seven times in a row. And if it doesn't float your boat. Really? Really? Get on pirates. That'll <laughs> your boat. boat. Mm-hmm. Wow. Brenda, get used to it. 
and don't encourage it. No laughing. (laughs) (laughs) That is just, that is hilarious. Okay. What else do you have, Brenda? Okay. So which resort should I choose is, is another one. And this is also a personal choice and people will give you their advice, but, um, I would just go with how you normally travel. So if you normally travel to like luxury resorts, then yes, a deluxe resort would be great for you. Um, But if you're traveling with little ones who've never been and you want your kiddos to be at a fun resort with familiar movie theming, a value property might be for you. So a very important thing for me, um, especially for young families, is that the family chooses a resort they can comfortably afford. Yeah, so don't stretch never things. Speak to your taste. Don't, yeah, don't go into debt for th- this that you'll, you know, you'll yeah. have to pay for forever. Just whatever you can comfortably afford that goes with what you want for your trip, do that. Stick to your budget. Yes, please. Especially young families, please. Do you have one more? I do have one more, and that is manage your expectations as much as possible. And I'm talking about everything from, you know, I mean, this is this is like your family togetherness, memory making, treasured time together. So if you're traveling during the summer, you know it's going to be hot, plan accordingly. If you have small children that aren't used to go, go, going, do it as a, at a slower pace. And if you have teenagers, you know they're not going to want to get up at 7 a.m. and hit the park. They're going to want to sleep in. Teenagers sleep in. So plan to go later and stay late. And mainly just be patient and try to be understanding. Everyone's navigating the new territory. So the, the main goal is just to be making wonderful, magical memories together. And don't forget the word yes, because if you tend to be a no, no, no parent, you know, saying yes more often on vacation is fun. Can I have dessert first? Yes. Yes. On vacation, you can have dessert first. Okay. I like that. And you kind of made me think of a couple more and I'm going to kind of spring off of this one with things will go wrong. Yes. Do your best to get through it. And then go on, you know, get over that hump and then go on. You will have tired, cranky, hot children. They will whine and they will cry. Hot, tired, cranky adults. I was like, you will have that too. You will be touching. (laughs) You will rub up against the hairiest, sweatiest arm in line. And you're going to be like, okay, I will get some hand sanitizer, slather it all over my arm and I'll go on. You know, things are going to happen that don't thrill you. Things you're going to feel slighted. You're going to be like, I am spending so much money. This needs to be perfect. It will Please not don't be say perfect. say that to your kids. Yeah. It, no, don't, I remember. I remember growing up, going out to California. I was reminded how much the trip cost and that it's got to be good. Yes. And, and that's just, it's just undue guilt. And that's yes. just not, that's what they're going to remember. I'm sorry. But if you do 50,000 good things, they're going to remember when you yank their arm because they didn't listen to you or something. I mean, I can tell you it's yeah. plus you can plan yourself to the nth degree, but you cannot control the weather. It's going to rain. Just plan for the, for the poncho and just go with it. 
Yeah. Take the extra shoes. Take the extra socks. Steve, are you yeah. listening to not that part? Be the end of the world. Oh, yeah. Did, yeah. Steve, are you listening to that? Yeah. He's notorious for not bringing extra shoes. I'm an arm yanker. Extra socks. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. The socks. Uh, the socks and shoes. It's hard. You got to put. Yeah. Because when they get wet, because it pours and then you're going through like three inch puddles all day, just rivers running. You, down. you bring a pair of sneakers. Yeah. And, then and it, it that's won't, it. And it doesn't dry out by the next day. No. 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 Um, but Brenda, you're right. You have to choose. You have to consciously, actively choose happiness when you're there because yes. you've got this grand image in your head. You've got all this Disney advertising, you know, singing dolls and happy little ghosts and things like that. And yeah. they are there. But sometimes they wreak havoc in the Haunted Mansion and they have to pause the ride. Yes, it happens. Sometimes an entire ride shuts down and it could be your favorite ride. It could be Rise of the Resistance and you spent three hours in line. You now have a choice. Or you could be on it. <laughs> you could be on it. But oh, yeah, many times. You're then faced with a choice. Do you stay in line hoping that it goes up or do you leave the line and sacrifice the three hours that you spent in line already? And I'm not yeah. kidding about three hours. That's right. Um, the, it, you have to know what you're getting into and, and please just take it in stride. Um, for your kids' sake, for your own sake. You don't want to look back on this and say it was so expensive and hot and rainy and it was so crowded. Oh my God, it was horrible. And and the food, the portions were small and expensive. No, 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 no. My kids had the best time and you should have seen her smile when she got on the Cinderella carousel. Or is it, who, whose carousel is it now? Isn't it Prince Charming's? Yeah. Wasn't Prince there a custody Char battle okay. over that or something? Yeah. Prince Charming. It was there. a royal duel. Mm. Yeah. So the point is things are going to go wrong and do your best to deal with them and then move on. Yes. And then the other thing and that take you said, your time. yeah, one thing that we did when we took, uh, I don't know if it was Amber or both girls, but it was one of our early trips to Disney and Steve made Amber watch episode after episode of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse just so she was familiar with the characters because we were going to do um, over in Hollywood Studios they had the the pals the Playhouse pals and he wanted to make sure they understood and so he prepped them on all the Disney characters and I sorry Steve good job Oh, and yeah, and so oh, they were little, a little bit of homework. Yeah, it's it was literally homework. And whether it's, you know, trying to go for a long walk every day to get their legs in shape or uh, breaking in the new shoes, getting them familiar with characters, letting them know that Mickey Mouse is about six inches on the screen. But when you meet him in real life, he's a lot bigger type of thing. Um, there's a lot that you can do to prepare your kids uh, for their first trip to Disney. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Any last thoughts on first time goer tips? Because we always don't forget to take pictures. Yeah. With everyone. Take the random pictures, the things that you see, the things that you make that, that you you think of that make you think of someone else. Send them a random message. It's like, hey, saw this and thought of you. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. Get you all sentimental. All right. Like 
So I guess I'm getting the finger roll from Steve, which means... Wrap, wrap, wrap it, it up. up. Yeah, that means wrap it up. So I would like to thank Fixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions for us, you can write to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. And please join us again next time with Brenda on Mouse Chat. <laughs>